Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of High Review with Mari. I am your host Mari and today we are going to be high reviewing um, a movie that was requested by a dear, dear friend of mine who I love so much. Um, the new Scream movie, yes. The new one that just came out, I believe in January. Yeah, in January it came out. So I am I watched it and now I'm gonna be like my podcast name, High View It, which I did get freakishly like freakishly high after a little bit before my bad after before this episode and let me tell you I haven't hotboxed a car since I've been like in high school where I couldn't like smoke in my own home so (laughs) that just brings back a lot of memories but let me tell you what we were rolling up or some and smoking during this hot box. So we were smoking one of my favorite pre-roll brands, the Baby Jeters, but this one wasn't a Baby Jeter. It was a full gram Jeter XL with the glass tip. I am not sure what the flavor was, but let me tell you that shit was fire. And then another one that comes close second to my home is a Presidential Moon Rock. Now, I did not once again see the flavor of this uh, pre-roll, but as we know, Presidential has a pre-roll blunt, a Moon Rock blunt, which is infused Moon Rock pre-roll with, um, <laughs> I used to work at a weed shop and I can't remember what it had. <laughs> I'm dead. It was an infused pre-roll with cannabis oil, um, Keef, no, that's the baby Jeter, my bad. <laughs> I'm so telling you guys, I'm really loaded with this one. The Moon Rock, I swear to God, I know this, guys. The Moon Rock pre-roll is uh, a Moon Rock weed, obviously. Um, It has some cannabis oil, and it is rolled in a hemp blunt, so, you know, we don't get all that bad tobacco. (laughs) I remember now, I remember now, you guys. Anyway, so we were smoking one of those. We smoked... um, a blunt that I rolled up with some weed from my all-time favorite delivery um, person, which I am going to keep exclusive, you guys, because you guys shut down my last trap shop. So, I mean, thank you for supporting small business, but now I have to go support an even smaller business. So thank you for that. (laughs) Anyways, um, so we're smoking some of that. It's, I believe it was an glue or like a super glue I think it was super glue was it super I'm honestly it was a glue gorilla glue super glue I don't know what the fuck kind of glue it was honestly but that shit was fucking fire as shit as well as one of my very good friends own weed he did not tell me what it was but I did know it was a sativa hybrid we rolled that up and we literally were like going back to back to back to back to back on these just doing a little chain of rotation to the point where my little sister came to look inside the window and she said she could have not seen us at all at this point. So let me just tell you the hot box was fire. Now, anyways, going back to what the movie I'm talking about, which is Scream, it's the new Scream. Obviously, it's going back to, I guess, starting with the younger cast now. And a lot of people are saying this is like... um 
I guess, like, like you know, the old school cast passing the torch to the new cast and I don't know, all of this deep shit. But I'm just going to tell you what the fuck happened in this movie because honestly, there's some funny shit, some good shit, and I'm just like, at this point, like, what the fuck? So the movie starts out with, like, just a little homegirl named Tara. She's home alone, like always, and she's, like, texting with her BFF about IDK. I wasn't really looking at the text messages. And, you know, like, I guess now it's, like, going both with the phone and text messages. Like, apparently these motherfuckers can be hackers in a second, hack the bitch's phone and shit. So she's texting her BFF, like I said, while she's home alone. And, like, the killer is like, bitch, this ain't your BFF. Like, I'm over here recording your BFF. And if you don't want to play this game, then I'm about to kill this bitch. And, of course, like, homegirl being her BFF is like, no, no, no. I want to play this game with you. And the killer starts, obviously, asking questions. And she gets it wrong, obviously. And shit pops off. And, not, like, I don't know about y'all. But when you guys see the scream, did you guys ever think that the voice, the killer voice was kind of hot? Like, I don't know if there's something wrong with me, but I think the killer voice, like, I can listen to that motherfucker all day. Just talk to me on the phone. Like, honestly, like, you want to play a game? Sure. What kind of game you want to play? Fucking literally wouldn't even care that I'm about to die right now as long as he's talking to me on the phone. He just has such an attractive voice. Um, But either way, either way, my bad. That shit is... I don't know. That shit was funny as fuck. So the killer, like I said, is playing a game. And apparently now she, like, hangs up the phone. Because I don't know who still has a fucking landline. But she still had a fucking landline. She hangs up the phone. She starts going through her own personal phone. Like, I guess she can set the alarm. So now they're going back and forth. The killer and her, like, setting the alarm. Him turning it off. And all this shit. Don't get me wrong. This girl does end up getting stabbed when she goes to the door and, like, tries to manually lock the door. And, like, the killer, like, just disappears. And then she starts yelling, like, I call the cops. Like, the cops are coming. And then the killer calls her again. And she answers. And he was like, did you think I could get inside the house before you could automatically set the alarms again? And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he, like, obviously does uh, the ghost face killer move and pop out of nowhere, you know, like, out of random dark scenes or, like, dark hallway doors and like obviously starts fucking her up to the point where like the bitch is like crawling which I don't understand how she ended up on the floor to be honest because I don't know how these bitches trip over nothing but they be tripping so she tripped and this was just like walking slowly with her he ends up fucking stomping a bitch's fucking leg and fucking ends up fucking like stabbing her through her fucking hand like you can see that shit going through her hand and you're like what the fuck and i don't know how the fuck she did that because i would have just let that motherfucker kill me because y'all already know i will not survive a scary movie i will be one of the first people to die because i ain't got time to be like am i gonna survive or not like no 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 i am gonna fucking die so please kill me in the beginning because <laughs> I'm not going to go through the, all this shit trying to figure out who be killing us. So she ends up fucking, like, being saved at the end of the day before the killer can actually kill her by actual cops. So she actually survived the attack. Like, now we all know in the original screams, the first person to being killed never survives. But 
apparently in this new one she did so then she obviously gets saved by the fucking cops and she's in the hospital and she has this older sister who is no longer in Woodsboro because this girl obviously lives in Woodsboro and she is like working at this bowling alley with her fucking like weird ass boyfriend which let me just tell you this girl I I literally wouldn't believe this in in like in person if this couple was actually happening but they try to make it happen in this movie so I guess and so she's like with her boyfriend they work at this fucking bowling alley and she's just like living her fucking best life not even giving a fuck you know not caring the world she'd be popping some pills oh I did notice that she was popping some pills but you know mental health Maybe it's for her mental health. Maybe not. Who am I to judge? I'm over here doing a podcast about like smoking weed and ruining movies to people, you know? So she gets this text message from like, I guess one of the the little sister's homies saying that, you know, please call me like it's an emergency. Some shit popped off here. She doesn't respond. And then he ends up like blowing her phone up and tells her like, bitch your sister got cut the fuck up like homegirls over here at the fucking hospital laid the fuck up with the fucking broken leg and shit and stabbed the fuck up she got a fucking hole in her arm bitch like in her hand like come on get it together answer my text like (laughs) come get your ass over here you know like come to Woodsboro because your sister needs you and she's like oh my god like I'm on my way bitch on my way because like that's my sister so like she tells her boyfriend, like, bro, I got a dip. Like, it's been cool being with you, but my sister's cut the fuck up. And, like, I didn't tell you, you know, what's been popping on with my life and, like, why I left in the first place. And the reason why they left, like, it's the connection they're trying to establish in this movie is that she is... um she gets these visions from her dad, like, or some shit like that. Like, she hallucinates that motherfucker, and that's why she's popping the pills, and he and the boyfriend didn't think anything of it, but still, you know, like, should be weird. Should be weird. Like, oh, I'm not going to reveal yet who the dad is because there's a lot going on, but y'all going to see who the fuck the dad is. Oh, my God. So the sister and the boyfriend dip. They're on their way to Woodsboro to go and be, like, with the little sister and be Captain save hose In the meantime, you know, they go and do this scene that's kind of like giving play to the first Scream movie. You know, have you guys ever seen the Scream trilogies? The first one, you know, it opens up with them like coming to school and they're in this fountain scene and it's all like the main cast hanging out and shit like that. So they're doing that with this new bunch of group of these little kids and they're all talking about her, their homegirl Tara getting cut the fuck up and like you know, like, why would that happen? Like, that's just weird as fuck, you know, like, but then this town's been always weird because they're all from Woodsboro. And, you know, they they know the history, they know Sydney's history and all that stuff. So they're just like, talking about it, being suspicious and all this shit. And you get to know like the key group of friends, I guess, the core group of friends, which I'm assuming now they're trying to make Tara like the main character. There, there's like a little thing, you know, there's the twins, there's like the guy that came from 13 Reasons Why, I forgot, the dude that was obsessed with the girl that killed herself. So that dude, he's in the movie too, um, there's this girl named Liv, which is one of the dudes, jock dude's boyfriend, girlfriend, then there's this girl named Amber, whatever, you know, but apparently these are all motherfuckers that are like, fucking like 
they, they made me believe that these motherfuckers are in fucking high school. Like, these fools look like 21, 22 years old. But then again, it's a fucking movie. Anyways, so as they're talking about their friend getting attacked, you know, they're all planning a trip after school to go see her. Except one of the girls, you know, one of the friend group is like, oh, bitch, I can't go. Like, I got shit to do, you know? And, like, they're trying to make it sus because it's like, well, what do you got to do? Your friend just got cut the fuck up. And she's like, bitch, well, I can't go. So she doesn't go. She just stays behind. And everybody's just like, what? Like, you weird-ass bitch. But they leave her and let her do her own thing. Now, and, like, they fucking do her own thing. And then Sam, as she's getting closer to Woodsboro, she's, like, telling, you know, the town's history to her little boyfriend who supposedly hasn't seen any of the Stab movies, hasn't seen any, like, Stab is, like, in... It's like the movie within the movie, right? Like, so they're like, the stab is like the screen. It's, it's, if you know, you know, okay? I don't got time to fucking explain all this fucking in-shit movie, all the fucking run-in meta and all. I, I can't explain all these fucking like cheat codes and like little sneak peeks and shit like that. Like the, the stab movie is the movie within the movie. So they, like, obviously she's saying like, you know, obviously like that's just part of my town, which is weird. He's like, okay, that's like not a big deal. It's just be weird, and I'm just letting you know, like, this should be popping off in my house. And I think she tells her right here, like, she is related um, to, like, one of the fucking original killers from the fucking movie. And that that's why she has these hallucinations of her daddy. And that's why she ran away from her fucking life and shit like that. So they end up pulling up at the hospital, and, like, she's, like, right there. She sees her sister, her home, like, all her little homies are right there. And she's just like shooketh. And the sister's like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing here? It, like, and she's just like, well, I heard you got cut the fuck up. So, like, what's good, mommy? Like, who fucking cut you up? And like, she introduces her to her boyfriend. And like, the boyfriend's like, you know, like being chill. She gets to see all the little kids that she used to babysit. And like, like it's all cool and dandy until you start seeing this girl named Amber. And then the bitch looks like she fucking being a mad little hater. Like, ugh. What are you doing here? Like, bitch, that's her fucking sister. She's here because she, her sister got cut the fuck up. Why are you being a little hater? And then she'd be looking at her boyfriend a little too extra hard, you know, ladies? You know what I mean? Like, a little too too, too extra hard for my liking. Like, don't be looking at my man like that. And then, like, the boyfriend, you know, Sam's boyfriend, which Sam is Tara's, like, sister, like, older sister. And she's like, dude, like, let's just give them some privacy. Let, let them, like, kiki and shit. Because, obviously, like, they need to talk and see what's popping. And so she stays and then everybody leaves. And her as her sister and her talking, like she'd be like, Where the fuck is our mother at? And the girl's like, Mom couldn't be bothered to come or something like that. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> what? Your mom couldn't be bothered. Bitch, you almost fucking died and got cut the fuck up by a fucking serial psycho killer. And your mom is on a business trip and couldn't be bothered to come and fucking visit you. But your sister, who you haven't seen in such a long time, could. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I don't know. Like, I don't know if y'all's mama would come. Like, I know my mom would come and fucking, like, if I ever tell her. Like, even if I get a fucking paper cut and I'm being dramatic, my mama will come. So, like, what the fuck, bitch? Your mama can't come to fucking come pick you up? Fuck, that's fucked up. That's some fucked up ass shit. But you know what? That ain't my business. That's not my child. So then after they have their little kiki and their little session, like um, the little um, little gang gang of Tara go to like this fucking pool hall slash bar. 
And like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it in these small towns. Like, how y'all are in these fucking underage kids who are still in high school inside the fucking bar? Like, okay, Wes, that character Wes, which is the 13 reasons why dude, like, I understand because he's a sheriff's son. So you ain't want no shit popping off. You get me? But like, these other motherfuckers, like, bro, like, I would have been like, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers don't even look like they have enough money to pay for the fucking drinks and plus tip at the bar. So how the fuck are y'all in there? All right. But it's regardless, that's my little band. So then we get introduced to this other character who apparently lived fucked, you know, during summertime. And she Liv is the girl that's dating one of the jock main crew members. His name is Chad. He's a twin um, with the girl. And he's fighting, obviously, the dude that she fucked. And this dude ends up getting dead. Yes, he ends up dying, like, after the bar scene because... Chad and this dude start fighting and apparently this dude is related to like I said one of the original killers and it from the original movie and I guess Stu is the one that is his like uncle or something like that I really don't know but he ends up dying um in a fucking funny ass way I'm not gonna lie like he's peeing on the side of the fucking uh bar thing because he got kicked out because he started drama with the fucking rich kids of America and he's just like peeing on the side of the road and then his car's headlights get turned on. And obviously, you know, like when you get the lights flashed on you, um, you can't really see who the fuck is flashing them until you get like to the side of the car. And this was being all big and bad, like, come get me. Yeah, come get me like, bitch, I ain't scared. And there's nobody in the car. And you obviously hear the killer's theme song and like, he's just like, what the fuck, you know, but you know, you, the audience knows like once that theme song comes on, like that motherfucker is going to be like stabby, stabby, stabbing bitches left to right. He turns off the car, you know, that dude that's related to Stu Marker from the first movie. And he's just like looking like who the fuck turned on my car? And like, he's looking around and the killer pops out and then he gets stabbed in the fucking neck. Like, clack, clack, clack. like, if you know me, you know that I'm a person to be like, I'm gonna stab somebody. I'm gonna stab a motherfucker today. Like that'd be my words. <laughs> like, the, like, I'm gonna stab you in the neck, bitch. So the fact that this motherfucker actually got stabbed in the neck, I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Like it happened. It actually happened. (laughs) Somebody stabbed somebody the way I've been saying it, but that shows funny. So he dies. So that's the second, like that's the, that's the first actual victim that actually the killer actually kills because as you remember the first one, she got saved by the police. She'd be Captain Save-A-Hole. So then in the they go back after that bar scene and after that the killer does that killing um it goes back to sam being in the hospital and she goes to the break room you know to get like some food or some shit like that and she starts popping her pills and now here it goes where like after she's done popping the pills she looks at herself in the mirror for like a really long time and oh my papacito baby daddy come out dude you know the killer the original killer from the first one uh billy loomis well apparently that motherfucker is her dad you know, that she'd be seen in the mind and like she'd be repressing his memory and shit and like saying that she needs to accept who she is and all this shit. And like she's like, no, no, I don't. And like she's just being in denial, girl. Like, okay, your dad's a serial killer. You probably didn't even know him when you grew up, you know, because he died at a young age. And I don't get it. How, they, how Who the fuck is a baby mama then? Because in the first movie, you, you don't even see him with another baby mama. But anyways, that's neither here or there because that's another rant. But she then gets a call from the killer. Yes, the killer be calling her. Now, 
he'd be telling her, like, I want to play a game. And she acting all bold and tough. And she's like, well, motherfucker, if you want to come get me, I'll be right here. Blah, blah, blah. Whoop-de-whoop and all this shit, right? And then he was like, all right, bet. All right, bet, bitch. And he does. Because <laughs> this motherfucker ends up popping out of nowhere, you know? Like, he, how the fuck you ain't even see him when you first come in? Like, first of all, like, you ain't see that motherfucker right behind that fucking flimsy-ass door? Okay. Okay, you didn't see that motherfucker behind that flimsy ass door. All right, bitch, bye. And then second of all, like, how the fuck do y'all trip? Like, okay, how? How? There is nothing to fucking trip over. So, like, you tripping, that's just ridiculous. So she ends up fighting her way out of there, which kind of reminds me of the second movie in the Scream trilogy, where Scream 2, where she gets, like, attacked at that party. That killer ends up, like, being gone. Like, he's just not there anymore. So then the funny part is when this fucking cop pulls in, like, into the room, like, you can clearly see there was a struggle, but there's no killer, and that he ended up leaving at the other side of the door, like, across the thing. My question was, like, what the fuck? Did nobody see the fucking um, killer, like, going down the alley? Like, I know the hospitals have fucking cameras and all this shit, and nurses be in their nurses' stations 24-7. So, like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're going to tell me that a fucking nurse or a patient didn't see this motherfucker just be bouncing out of nowhere with his wife's face? Like, I'm fucking dead. But, obviously, he gets away, and then, you know... They go back to, like, uh, the sisters getting in a fight with the sheriff, saying, like, bitch, there's not enough security, like, around my fucking, like, sister's room, so what the fuck are you doing? And then she was like, you know what, can we step outside and talk about this? You know, the sheriff trying to be all patient and, like, being polite and shit. But let me tell you, the sheriff be a a fucking two-faced hoe, because she'd be nice to this motherfucking little sister, but when they step outside, like, the fucking sheriff be like, you know, if you're not going to be helpful, bitch, get the fuck out of town again, because it would were much better when you were like gone and this bitch is like what the fuck like i would have slapped the shit out of her i would have been like bitch what the fuck you are the law and you're gonna fucking tell me this shit like fuck you give me your fucking badge number i'm fucking bust a karen move right now give me your badge number give me your superior number like i'm where's dewey like where the fuck is dewey like oh yeah you guys fucking dewey's not the sheriff like there's a fucking weird bitch from scream four the blonde bitch that like was making like dewey lemon squares and shit like yeah it's that fucking bitch like she's a sheriff now so like what the fuck like what the fuck happened to dewey like i don't know so after that the sheriff leaves sam is like fuck i gotta tell my little sister you know why the killer fucking attacked her and why she be popping off and she fucking does she fucking does you know and you and you can tell me and you, sh- you should tell me that this is a fucking, like, Latino household. I'm not going to lie because it's, like, <laughs> all the fucking drama sounds like a Mujeres Caso de la Vida Real fucking episode or La Rosa de la Guadalupe episode. Like, I swear, it's <laughs> this whole movie literally reminds me of an episode of the Rosa de Guadalupe because it's, like, yeah, you know, she tells the sister, like, yeah, you know, when we were, like, teenagers, like, m- you know, when dad and mom were still together, like, I found this fucking book, like, mom's, one of mom's old, like, journals in the attic and you know and I thought it was gonna be like really funny to see like how fucking mom and dad met right but (laughs) emotional damage on me bitch because apparently mom was being a little hoe in high school and she was fucking two guys and one of them happened to be a serial killer that ended up fucking mass murdering a whole fucking group of kids yeah yeah bitch a whole group of kids can you fucking believe that a killer a killer 
was with my mama. So, like I said, she goes and she's like fucking goes downstairs and tells her mama, like, what the fuck is this? Like, who the fuck is this guy you've been fucking that is not my dad? That And then you fucking finesse the guy that I have thought was my dad to be my dad. And, like, what the fuck is going on, mom? And I'm pretty sure the mom is looking at this daughter like, shut the fuck up. Because the daughter didn't, like, Sam, Sam is an older sister. Sam didn't realize that the dad was right behind them, you know, like, like, what the fuck? So apparently, you know, that's why, you know, the dad dip and then Sam became like, you know, doing bad shit and like being a, like a rebel without a cause. Well, she had a cause, but still, and like left and she just couldn't be in Woodsboro no more and kind of basically ruined her little sister's life. And the little sister's looking at her like, bitch, how the fuck are you going to fucking dump this shit on me? Like, you're telling me that the reason why I'm fucking in the hospital right now with my fucking busted ass leg and stabbed the fuck up is because your fucking dad, your fucking baby daddy and our fucking hoe of a mom. And that's why I I don't even know what the fuck is going on with my own dad and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're fucking crying to me, bitch. I just got cut the fuck up. I broke my fucking leg. Why didn't break it? Somebody fucking smashed the shit out of that shit with some black tins. You gonna fucking tell me this shit right now? Man, fuck you and your fucking bullshit. Get the fuck out. And she kicks her out of the fucking room, dude. She kicks her out of her hospital room and says, like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. As she should, because fuck you and your fucking drama with your fucking whoever the fuck your daddy is. Because I know who my daddy is, but what the fuck? So the sister ends up leaving, and the other one is in disbelief. So, um, like, she's just basically like, what the fuck? Like, honestly, she's crying outside the door. And then she, like, comes to a realization with her boo, which her boo is giving me some fucking weird-ass vibes from the whole fucking movie, you know? Like, obviously, I hope they're not, like, they're obviously, like, doing something or they're trying to, like, suss something, you know, with the boyfriend. And she's basically saying, like, look, you obviously know shit ain't popping right with me. And I just told my sister the real reason why. And, like, you know, I'm related to a serial killer you know, and all this shit, like, it's just best for you to fucking dip, you know, because I'm going to start fucking looking into this shit, and if you want to dip, that's cool, that's, I don't want you to fucking die, and this fool is like, nah, we're going to do this together, like, I'm, like, first of all, kudos for the dude wanting to ride or die for this chick, you know, like, okay, you know, because if it was me, I would have been like, okay, bye, I'll wait for you at home, yeah, you call me if you want me to call the cops or anything, but I'll wait for you at home, wherever the fuck they were from, I, I really don't know, and, I would have been like, bye. Okay, let me know when you handle your affairs. Because fuck this, bitch. I ain't going to fucking die for you. I just saw your sister get stabbed the fuck up. Well, I didn't see her, but we're in the hospital for that reason. And her fucking leg got fucking fucked up. You must be fucking tripping, bitch. So then she's like, we are going to be Captain Saves the Host. And we're going to figure out who the fuck the killer is. Yep, that's what the fuck we're going to do. Because the killer is somebody... That is from Woodsboro because how the fuck are they going to know who the fuck my daddy is and kill me for it? So they go and do that. They go and find an expert. And guess who the fucking expert is? Guess who the fucking expert is? Fucking Dewey. Yes, I fucking love Dewey. And I'm so happy David Arquette came back to play his character. But yes, um, so he's no longer a deputy, like a sheriff. Like I said, it's that fucking weird bitch. And he is no longer married to get weathers like he fucking living in the fucking rv fucking type of shit an alcoholic and fuck like you know what no one to judge but still like that was drinking like at fucking eight in the morning and 
he's fucking watching his wife on TV. So apparently has a good, like Gail has a fucking like good morning America type of show and shit. So Sam and, and Richie roll up to Dewey's house and Dewey like, they're like, we need to talk to you. She's popping off. And Dewey's like, give me one good reason why I should fucking talk to you, bitch. And that bitch is like, I'm Billy Loomis's daughter. And he opens the door, obviously. So after Sam fucking ends up being attacked and shit and like basically being talked shit to by the sheriff, which is that weird bitch from screen four, the one that makes those fucking lemon squares. She fucking sees Richie has been overhearing from the fucking door and obviously tells Richie like, Porque estás haciendo un chismoso? why are you fucking being a nosy ass bitch? And no, not really, but she, basically it's like, oh, did you listen to all of that? And he's like, well, yeah, you told me there was murders popping off, but I didn't know the reason why you were like, uh, shit was popping off was because you were related to one of the actual original murderers. Like, okay. She's like, yeah, well now, you know, you know, you don't have to stay here. You have to like, you know, you can leave. I want you to be safe. And this was like, no, like I'll stay here and help you fight. And like, let me tell y'all, let me tell you, somebody ever told me and gave me an out like that. I'll be like, peace. Yeah. So, um, I'll be home with the dogs, you know, call me if you want me to like call the cops, you know, or shit like that. Or like text me before you go into any bullshit and just be like, bro, we're here. If somebody killed me, like these are the people to look at, like, you know, shit like that, because I ain't going to be here trying to be Captain Save a Ho with you. <laughs> but no, apparently this like white guy was like, no, like, I love you. Like, we're going to figure it out. Like, who the fuck is this? Because like, you know, the reason why the sister got attacked was because of her, you know? And she's like, okay, you know, we're going to totally fucking do it. Like, we're going to fucking figure out who the fuck is killing me. She's trying to be Nancy Drew in this shit. Like, I don't understand why, but okay. So, like, they end up going, <laughs> like, she ends up saying, like, we need a fucking expert in this bitch. Because obviously, like, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And let me fucking tell you who the fuck they go to see, like, an expert. Um, it's not Gail, it's not Sydney, it's fucking Dewey. Like Dewey is like fucking living in a fucking broke ass RV in Woodsboro. Like I said, he's no longer the sheriff. Um, and like like they're knocking and banging at his door and he doesn't want to open because he's watching like Gail Weathers on TV and Gail Weathers has like a fucking Good Morning America TV show now. And like he's apparently an alcoholic too, because he put some drinks in his coffee in the early morning and that food like finally gets up and he's like what the fuck you want like why should I open the door to you guys and he was like like why would I open the door and the girl's like well um Billy Loomis's daughter and that opens the door right away he's like what the fuck and then they start like telling him like shit's popping off there's another killer and like they killed they attacked the sister and they killed this person and then this was like well you always gotta be sus about everybody you know like even your love interest which is the boyfriend which I'm telling you guys I don't trust that boyfriend either so fuck that fool and he was like, well, what about you? You're over here drunk. Your fucking wife has a fucking daytime TV. And he's like, well, that's true, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Never trust nobody. And then she's like, well, whatever you got to do, like, can you come help us? And he's like, no. I've been, like, cut the fuck up nine times. You really think I'm going to go through this shit? The killer ain't coming after me, bitch. The killer coming after you, basically. And that bitch is like, fuck, okay, so, like, what the fuck we got to do? So they end up leaving Dewey's house. And Dewey ends up, like, hitting Sydney, you know. And Sydney's over here being a fucking mother of two and, like, got no suburbia saying, like, girl, the killer back. You got your gun. You got your straps. They strapped up. And she was like, all right, say less, you know, like, 
don't come to Woodsboro. And she's like, bro, I'm never going to Woodsboro. Like, the fuck? So they end up, like, hanging up. And um, apparently Cindy doesn't know that he's no longer a cop because she's like, well, I'm so happy that you're there to help him. And, like, that's what doesn't say anything. So, like, well, do we a liar now? And then he calls um, Sydney, but he texts Gail. And he's like, hey, the killer back. P.S. How are you? LOL. Like, basically. And then the, he just ends up, like, dipping. And he's just like, fuck, you know, like. I got to do what's morally right. You know, I got to help these motherfuckers out. You know, like, fuck, I just, I just stopped this bullshit. Like, literally, like, why the fuck do I, am I bringing myself back into this? So Sam and Richie end up going to, like, um, the twins' house. The twin is, like, Mindy and Chad Meeks, like, the, the, the jock and, like, I guess you want to call her, like, a book, like, a movie freak. And they are related to Randy Meeks. Yes, uh, we all know the lovable BFF that worked at a horror shop and knew all the killer moves, like the killer like rules. So they're like, Sam goes over there because she's basically going to end up telling them like, okay, so she's popping off because this is who my daddy is and like all this shit. And, you know, like, I'm telling you guys because one of you guys can be the fucking killer and we need to figure out like if who has motive and who doesn't. And, um, they're gathering around and they're all talking and shit. And like Amber again is being like very hostile and it's like, well, it could be you bitch. Cause you're the one that fucking has been gone for a cool minute. And that bitch is just like, it's not me. Like I was in Modesto. Like, and Randy's like, I backed that up. Um, not Randy. Well, whatever his name is, Richie. And they're all trying to figure it out. And then, I realized that this girl, the, the the one of the twins, Mindy, is a fucking new Randy because she ends up explaining like a little deeper. Now this generation, this like millennial, not millennials, but like what is it, Gen Zers? I really don't know. The younger one that grew up with the technology, like, um, saying that they haven't been like this is like a requel, and like in requels is basically like taking family members from like the original um stab movies. And, you know, bringing them into forefront, like, I don't know, like, I guess they're, like, trying to make a connection between them and, like, why the killer is doing the thing now. And that the fans are kind of, like, it's a kind of, like, the version of fan fiction version. And, like, whoever the killer is is trying to make it, um, I guess, the stab series better than what the last people have been putting out. Because now it's just, like, goofy satires. And... They're like, what the fuck? So you're basically saying there's some crazy psycho really like just killing the fuck out of us because they know that Hollywood's going to make a movie like that's fucked up. So that's what apparently a recall is. So saying that everybody's a suspect, everybody can die. It's just like, y'all got to be suspect. And let me tell you, like in the original screams, Randy was the only one that was a movie horror freak that knew all the fucking horror shit and like who could be the killer and all the like fucking little hints and shit. And now everybody in this fucking goddamn movie is a fucking movie expert. Like, no, no. Like, that's bullshit. Like, you gonna tell me like all y'all know how to fucking survive a fucking horror movie? No, y'all can't even survive without your fucking phone. You, you're gonna tell me you're gonna survive a fucking killer? That's some fucking bullshit. But let these motherfuckers dream. I'ma let them dream a little dream. So after they're like over here, like okay, you know we're gonna stick together. We're gonna kumbaya. We're gonna figure out who the fucking killer is and all this shit. Um, everybody goes their own way, and like we see. 
Wes go back home to his little mama. And, like, we all know Wes is the sheriff's son, which is that weird bitch. And, like, they end up saying, like, oh, we're going to, like, I'm going to go get the dinner. Like, we're, you're going to, like, get ready and set the table and shit and I'll be back. And the kid is like, cool, mama, I'm going to go take a shower and we're going to do all of this shit. So, um, when officer, not officer, Sheriff Judy is like all the way, like on her way to pick up the food, she gets a call from the killer and she's trying to act all badass. And the killer's like, well, you know, like, I'm just wondering if you have enough time to fucking come and save your son before I kill him. And you're like, what the fuck? Cause first of all, first of all, like, how do you know that my son's home? Like, how do you know? And second of all, like, you ain't gonna let me get this dinner I just fucking paid, like, probably a hundred bucks for? Like, for real? Okay, fine. Fine. I will play this little game. Like, no, you ain't gonna kill my son. Like, how about you just turn yourself in and, like, you know, you'll be, like, a less of a coward and yada, yada, yada. And he was like, nah, I don't like that idea. So, like, let's see if you get here in time before I kill your son. And, like, she starts flashing her fucking lights and all this shit, and she ends up going and making it home, but she ends up fucking dying at the fucking last minute, right before she even gets inside her fucking house, like, in the fucking porch, and just gets stabbed the fuck up, like, stabbed the fuck up, like, she's like, like, just fucking dead, just fucking dead, you know, and nobody fucking saw that, this shit was fucking daylight, Straight daylight and nobody saw this bitch get cut the fuck up. The sheriff of the fucking town. And like nobody saw Ghostface. Like I even fucking like notice some weird shit in my neighborhood sometimes. Like if it ain't the same homeless man I've been seeing for three weeks. Like what the fuck? But nobody, nobody seems to fucking hear anything in these fucking suburbs. There's no fucking neighbors. Like no nothing. Like I can hear my fucking neighbors next door gossiping and shit. And you're going to tell me you didn't hear nobody get cut the fuck up? You didn't hear nobody get cut the fuck up. Okay, fine, whatever. So, Wes obviously, like, doesn't know his fucking mom is dead. She, like, he ends up, like, seeing a missed call. I guess she tried to call him while he was, like, taking a shower. And, like, he's still setting up the table. He's fucking, like, going through shit. And they're, like, showing little, like, um, moments where, like, like, you can't see who's behind the door. And, like, there's obviously nobody there because they're trying to set it up. And, like, they're doing these little, like, pop-up moments where, like, oh, the killer can be there. Like, oh, shit. And there's some some that gave me, like, a little scarred, a little scar scarred. But Wes is just, like, being some random-ass dude, just, like, normal setting up the table. So then he hears a door open, and he's like, Mom, no, nobody there. Sus, sus, because I would have been like, Amma! And I, I would have waited until she fucking would have said something. I'm like, it's not funny. Answer me. And <laughs> he goes to the door and the killer pops out like, I think behind him on the side. I really don't, I don't fucking remember like exactly how that shit happened. But he pops out out of, like, out of nowhere and he fucking struggles with Wes like a little bit. And Wes is like trying not to get choked the fuck up or stabbed the fuck up. But he ends up dying. He gets stabbed the fuck up through his fucking cheek. Like the killer just stabs his cheek through and through. Like I'm not sure if you die from that 
or like or he just passed out from the pain but he fucking like like i guess he died because how you call it um the their scene ends with him getting stabbed the fuck up and then the police are there everybody's set up sam shows up because she obviously is like knows west and the sheriff obviously doesn't like her and then we finally get to see Gail Weathers in this fucking bitch. And she looking good for her age. I'm not going to lie, Courtney Cox. So Dewey shows up too. And they're all like, oh, shit. Like, it's the sheriff. The sheriff died. And, like, Sam is like, what the fuck is going on? And Dewey and fucking Gail have a conversation saying, like, Gail obviously seems very, still very much in love with Dewey. But Dewey's the one that's just like, you know, I see you doing your shit. And that's why I just texted you. And like, I didn't want to call you here because, you know, like, I don't want you to be here. And she was like, well, I'm always going to be here. I'm always going to be here supporting you. And like, I love you. And basically, yada, yada, yada. But then Dewey sees that she brought like her crew with her. And she was like, well, you couldn't miss that opportunity. And she was like, well, I'm Gail Weathers, bitch. <laughs> and that's all she has to say because Gail Weathers is a fucking bad bitch in this fucking series. And through the whole screen movies, Gail Weathers has always been one of my favorite characters. And she ends up like like meeting Sam, I think. I think she meets Sam here. No, I don't remember if she meets Sam here. And like they end up reporting, you know, the killer killing the sheriff and all that stuff. And no, no, she doesn't talk to Sam because Sam shows up late. My bad. Sam shows up late. Okay, so like I was saying. Sam ends up fucking leaving the area where she sees that obviously the police officers are no longer taking care of her sister at the hospital because they're at the sheriff's house where she got murdered with her son. And Dewey realizes that she's like panicking and he gets in the car with her and he's like, I'm gonna go with you. And let me tell you, man, the little sister can't catch a fucking break. Tara, this bitch can't even fucking catch a fucking break. Like, homegirl was the first one to get attacked and survive. And now she's fucking, like, in the hospital, like, alone because there's no cops. And she ends up, like, fucking being scared and tormented. That's fucked up. Like, this girl just got cut the fuck up. But then, again, it's like, I get it you're scared but like you're in a hospital like there should be like nurses and doctors just rolling up and up and down you're gonna tell me not even one fucking nurse is at the nurse's station like i know i already talked about this but i'm just still baffled about this because hospitals are always busy (laughs) like what the fuck so anyways the fucking sister ends up like fucking getting out of bed because she hears some strange noises and she ends up fucking reopening one of her stab wounds in her stomach fucking up her leg and anything and and, like the fucking hand that she got stabbed through obviously bleeding and shit so like she ends up getting the fucking wheelchair i'm like bitch where are you fucking going like you're fucking fucking over here like fucking opening your shit up you're gonna fucking end up fucking bleeding out more but then the lights get caught off and she's like oh hell no i really need to get the fuck out of here so maybe it is smart of her to fucking end up like fucking opening everything up just to get the fuck out of there and like you're gonna tell me no backup generators are gonna fucking turn on you're gonna tell me that the lights cut off from the whole fucking floor and no backup generators there is nobody like fucking hooked up on machines like living off the machine you're gonna tell me that none of those motherfuckers are alive right now okay Okay, nobody's freaking out about the lights turning off. So, no cancer patient doing chemo on this floor. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. How fucking you gonna kill every fucking nurse? Like, you just committed, like, you needed to kill everybody plus the people that can see behind the cameras. Like, no. But apparently, this shit happens in this movie. 
and she goes and sees that like nobody's at the nurse's station the the only security guard at the nurse's station is cut the fuck up um sam is fucking calling the sister but the sister left the fucking phone in her fucking bed like bitch what you're not gonna take your cell phone you're not going to take your cell phone. That's bullshit. So the sister ends up like looking through the cop shit to see if the cop has a gun. The cop um, surprisingly is not there, which we know like the killer fucking took the gun. She's fucking panicking because now she doesn't have no type of weapon. Like what the fuck is she going to do? She's in the fucking wheelchair, busted the fuck up and she's fucking have to going to get killed again. And like she ends up like wheelchairing like in this room type of closet thing she locks the door well she doesn't lock the door but she closes the door and she's using this fucking phone like the, not a phone not a cell phone but like a landline phone um as a weapon and then we like she's fucking waiting for the killer to come because she hears like footsteps coming and she ends up hitting her her sister's boyfriend which is a sus because it's like you're not gonna complain about the lights like if i'm over there getting my ass over there i'm like what the fuck like tara tara like where the fuck you at bitch you fucking hit me with my fucking phone i'm not gonna ask you what the fuck is going on with the lights no no bitch you the killer fuck that shit you the fucking killer that i wouldn't even trust this at them oh shit no that's right because the fucking killer ends up popping out like right behind richie because i thought he was gonna end up killing her like without the mask but like no he the killer ends up popping up behind richie like i think he like ends up getting like cut like a little slice on the arm and the sister ends up like fucking that shit up throws a shelf on that fool and like she ends up trying to wheelchair herself out of the fucking room in pain because remember she's doing this one-handed because the other one is like cut the fuck up and Ghostface is doing like a michael meyer type of eye which is just like letting her get away and like walking you know like slowly and then like richie's knocked the fuck out and the killer sees that his phone is like getting called by sam and then so the killer starts like fucking around with sam and it's like well sam you know i've been wanting to play this game with you bitch you know like so you gotta choose now your boo or your sister and sam is like oh my god i can't choose like that's my sister and that's my boo and he's like well then you a dumb bitch basically if you can't choose between your sister and your boo because i'm about to kill them both now since you can't decide and she's like please don't do it please don't do it and the killer's like well what the fuck then choose bitch you fucking look like you're stalling and she was like i am stalling bitch and like basically ends up like coming through the hospital dewey ready gun cocked and ends up like shooting the killer and like the sister ends up picking up um sam picks up tara from the floor and then richie's like basically like lagging in and doing like picking up richie and then the fucking killer ends up fucking like tackling not tackling but like they end up fucking fighting and richie ends up being a fucking idiot because like bitch richie you just got cut the fuck up in your arm like, you got sliced. Like, it was just, like, literally, you're not stabbed up like the fucking sister over here. And you're acting like you got fucking, that like you're fucking bleeding for days and shit. Like, no. No, bitch. You get the fuck up. You're fucking over here lagging in. And Dewey's over here. Like, he can barely walk. He got a lot of fucking nerve damage and shit. And you're fucking being an idiot right now. Acting like you're fucking too weak to function. Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, so Dewey's, like... Um, taking them to the fucking elevator, you know, and he gets attacked. Like I said, they start fighting and fucking Dewey shoots the fucking killer and like obviously knocks him the fuck out. But like he doesn't get shot. The killer like ends up obviously like wearing, like you can tell he's wearing a bulletproof vest because none of these fucking bullets are fucking 
hurting him in any fucking goddamn reason. And like Dewey's just like, I gotta go. Like Dewey ends up fucking knocking this fucking killer out and like saying, Not today, bitch, because I'm not gonna die today. Cause we all know Dewey's a fucking survivor. Like you need to be playing Beyonce behind him, like, you know, Destiny's child, I'm a survivor. Cause Dewey be surviving these motherfucking shits. And you know it. Every time he's a survivor, he gets stabbed, he gets survived. So he ends up like like getting away from the killer, picks up Richie's stupid ass, cause he only got cut like again, he only got cut in the fucking arm. And they put them in the elevator and like they're all leaving and like he's like I gotta go make sure the fucking killer is super dead because that's one of the rules like make sure that motherfucker is super dead and Sam's like man fuck that fool let's get the fuck out of here and he was like no I can't I have to make sure he's fucking dead like we have to and we all know like they always come back and he ends up going over there he ends up reloading his fucking gun and this motherfucker is like super saiyan on the fucking new scream because he ends up fucking stabbing the fuck out of fucking Dewey. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I fucking cried. I fucking cried. Because this is worse than when he got stabbed in the fucking, like, studio, you know, in that college dorm room and, like, Gail saw. Like, this is way worse. Bitch, he gets stabbed the fuck up in the front, right? And this killer is, like, fucking being a bitch, twisting it and, like, pulling it up. And then he gets stabbed again in the back where he got originally stabbed the fuck up. And then this fool's, like, fucking stabbed. Like, oh, he's just, like, pushing that shit in there. And Dewey's just, like, like he's just, like, bleeding. And, like, oh, my God, I'm getting emotional right now because, honestly, Dewey's, like, one of my favorite characters. And he's, like, bitch, you know, like, it's an honor to fucking kill you because, like, he was one of the originals and, like, he's always survived and shit like that. And then you can see girls calling him, like, and, like, the killer ends up killing him. And I'm like, man, fuck this motherfucking killer. I fucking hate him. Like, I, if I was there, I would fucking kill this bitch, man. Fuck you. Like, you just killed one of my favorite characters, Dewey. Like, his stupid-ass goofiness and all this shit. Like, are you fucking... Like, Dewey just... Dewey could never catch his break. His sister got killed in the first one. His wife left him. He became an alcoholic. He lost his fucking job. And now you're gonna tell me he's not coming back? Like he he's not coming back like at the end where they show him, you know, like surviving through an ambulance. Like, no, y'all really pulling up in the coroner's truck and taking Dewey's body away. And the sad thing is that like Gail shows up and like she's just like, What the fuck is going on? Like, that's not him. And like she's just like literally like breaking down because like that's it. Like, do we always survive? Do we always makes it out? And this time he's he's not coming back. He's not coming back. And it's just fucked up because ugh, that that shit just got me. Like, dude, that that got to me because it's like, how the fuck are you gonna do Dewey like that? How? But it was an epic kill. Like that was like one like he the, the killer did a good job. So then Gail, like, obviously is like still in the hospital or like wherever she's at where the body's taken and like she's like having a fucking like moment and then um Sam goes up to her and she's like you know like I'm really sorry about Dewey I didn't know him that long but he was a really great guy he like helped me and my sister were like we survived and then like like girls like yeah you know he was always a good guy he was always being kept in save a hoe and shit and then Sydney finally um shows up to the fucking um to the fucking movie like all eight in the fucking game like always like she's also she's such a fucking diva y'all like sydney okay i get it sydney you survived all of these fucking killers like you survived all of these but you like you fucking showed up a day late in a dollar short like fuck you but anyways so like she has a little power with like um gail 
and obviously like comforting her. And like, I really do like that they made them like not friends, but like at least like respectful and close acquaintance to each other because of what they've gone through. And like, you know, Dewey was always like the reason why they were like keep it cordial. And now like they're just really doing it because they're like, we've been through a lot of shit, bitch. Like instead of finding each other, let's be together on this. And like, Courtney is like, not Courtney, um, Gail is like crying and she's just like, like, how's your family? And we find out that she ends up having two kids. Like I said, she was a suburban mom with Mark Kincaid, with the cop in the third one, you know, um, Patrick Dempsey's character. She ends up like marrying that boo and I knew it because that boo was fine as fuck too when he was younger. And like, you know, they're powwowing and they're like trying to figure out who the killer is and like, Sam is, like, upstairs with Tara saying, like, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. We're gonna, like, um start a new life where I'm at. Like, fuck mom and dad. Well, not dad, because there's no dad in the picture, but fuck mom. And, like, we're just dipping, and, like, we're gonna be good. Like, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. They're not gonna, never gonna find us. We're not gonna know who... We're not gonna... They're not gonna know where we're going. And then, like, as they're, like, getting discharged and they're taking the sister... Um, downstairs and Richie like to the car Sydney stops Sam is like girl like what are you doing and she was like what do you mean what am I doing I'm getting the fuck out of here and she's like that's not gonna work like trust and believe like I try to get the fuck out of here but that shit always follows you and she was like well that may happen to you bitch but me and my sister are getting the fuck out of here we surviving and at first I want to be like bitch this girl went through a whole fucking three serious killers four one of them being their fucking goddamn family member and like you're gonna fucking tell me how to fucking survive? If I was sitting there, like, you wanna tell me how to fucking survive, bitch? Okay, then go survive your ass. And when your fucking sister dies, then come look for me. Cause then I'll be like, I told you so. But no, Sydney's like, look, I get it. You're trying to be a captain badass, but like, we really need to fucking, like, we really need to fucking um, figure out who the fuck it is and kill this motherfucker. She's like, no, that's what you do, but that's not what I'm doing. That's not how I roll. So then Sydney's like, okay, well, then let me give me a hug or like some shit like that. She does something to the point where she does something to like, I guess she puts an Apple air tag on the bitch's car because she tells like, girl, where there's like, oh, you're going to let her like dip like that. And she's like, bitch, you really think I let her dip like that without fucking putting a tracker on her? And, get, and she's like, I believe that's something Gail Weather would do, Sydney. And Gail Weather looks impressed. And she was like, dead ass, that's something I would do. Put a tracker on that bitch's ass. Okay, so then Sam and Richie and Tara are uh, hitting the road, you know, like on the road again. And they are um, basically saying like, we're going to start a new life, but we can't tell anybody. And homegirl's like looking through her little bag and saying like, oh my God, I can't find my inhaler. And like, Sam is like, can you just like get a new, like a new one when we hit where we're going? And she was like, oh my God, no, I need like a prescription. And Richie, like, she was like, she was like, oh, but I know I put it in this bag. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, we'll just we'll just get a new one. And she was like, no, but I know that, you know, my BFF Amber has one at her house. Like, we can just stop by since we're already leaving. And I can just get down and get it. And like, girl, how are you just going to get down and get it? Bitch, you in crutches. But um, Richie's like, no, we're not going to fucking go, bitch. I'm not going to end up going somewhere where we're just going to end up fucking dead. Um, Sam is like, come on, I'll just go and get it. And then we'll, like, dip. And then... What they don't know is that Amber is having a fucking party at her house and, you know, everybody's getting litty titty and shit. And how you call it? 
it's like the first movie, you know, they have a party because the killer is out, they cut curfew and all this stuff. Everybody's having a good time. You know, Wes did, so they're having that party for Wes. And um, they're basically going over the rules, watching the stab movies. And the Randy wannabe, the one of the twins, Mindy, is like, girl, we out of beer. And, you know, like, homegirl's like, tells Amber, like, we're out of beer, you have to go get, like, she's like, yeah, okay, well, then go get it, it's in the basement, and she's like, yeah, girl, I'm not gonna go in the basement, that's what I'm telling you, is your house, is your party, and then she's like, ugh, fine, she ends up going, the lights are not working, and, like, I don't remember there being, like, a huge-ass staircase in the first movie, so, um, because they're trying, this house, um, ends up being Stu Marker's original, like, where the original killings happened, but, like, I don't, I'm telling you, like, I don't remember being a fucking large step in the basement, and, like, she ends up turning the light, and, like, um, ends up getting beer, she starts, like, getting freaked out, because she starts hearing weird noises, and she ends up closing the door for the refrigerator, and, um, the girl twin, um, Mindy is, like, right there, and she's, like, bitch like why did you come down here by yourself like you know you're gonna die and she was like what the fuck like you told me you need a beer and she was like yeah but like you fucking know that you're not supposed to go by yourself and she's like well you you fucking want a beer bitch and she was like yeah well then you know like um what about if i was like the fucking like killer and shit like that amber is like and i'm gonna fucking kill you now that you came down here and she was like you can't be the killer because I am the killer, says Mindy the twin. And then she starts busting out, cracking up. And then, like, I was like, what the fuck? Why would you even admit that, that when fucking actual killings are happening? But it was a trick because she's, like, all testing her friends. Like, you know you're not supposed to come down here. You know you're not supposed to be doing all this shit. Like, what the fuck, you dumb bitch? And then she was like, you stupid hoe. And then they're going back to the party where... um what's his face, the other twin, the guy twin, the jock twin, ends up fucking making out with his girlfriend Liv, and Liv is trying to have, like, sex with him, and he was like, nah, girl, like, I ain't trying to go have sex with you in a room alone, so what, so you can kill me? Like, there's a killer out here, and she ends up getting butthurt, and she ends up leaving him, and, like, talking shit, and he just ends up, like, being down there, and the sister's like, you know, you have to go follow her, and she was like, he's like, hell no, this, like, no, the sister's like, don't go, the sister ends up coming back upstairs, and the sister's like, don't go follow that dumb bitch, and he was like, I have to, that's my girlfriend, she was like, don't go follow her, and he's like, I have to, and then he's like, okay, fine, if you're gonna go follow her, take a fucking weapon with you, he ends up taking a candlestick with him, because Liv has sent him a fucking, like, link about where they were at, and, like, not a link, like, a fucking pin where she's at. So, that's why then he ends up leaving. And um, the sisters just end up, like, drinking and having a good time watching the movies there. And while that happens, like, we all know, like, the killer is going to kill one of the twins, right? Because, obviously, like, he's using the girlfriend fighting with him. And, like, him sending the pin on a clone cell phone. Because, apparently, you can clone all these motherfucker cell phones easily. And she, he's like into fighting, like finding out that the killer set him up. He starts getting stabbed the fuck up and like running away and shit. And like, I'm like, dude, you're a fucking jock. Like, beat him the fuck up. You be fucking in the weight room. No, like, what the fuck up? Like, the one of the twins ends up being dead um, and stabbed the fuck up because he goes and follows his girlfriend out. And the other one is like watching movies on the couch, making out with somebody. Um, she's a lesbian or like they don't really specify what she is but she is making out with the girl and then Sam 
Tara and Richie showed up and Sam is like, oh, I'm just going to go downstairs. I mean, upstairs and get not upstairs, but inside the house and get um her fucking inhaler that she fucking forgot and she can't live without. But let me tell you this. Like, I have a fucking friend who has asthma and she doesn't have an inhaler and that bitch is breathing fine fine and dandy okay and the fact that she couldn't wait to get another inhaler that's just bs but that's neither here or there so then tara's like no i'm gonna go with you it's my homegirl's house like let me go inside and then richie's like well i'm gonna end up being the only one out here getting cut the fuck up so um let's all go inside so they all go inside and then amber is like oh my god tara what the fuck are you doing here like and tara's like oh i came to get my inhaler because we're dipping and you know like I really need it and I know you have my extra one and Amber's like yeah let me go like and get it like okay like where are you going and Tara's like Tara looks at Sam and Sam is like don't tell that bitch shit and Sam Tara's like and you know I can't tell you but like she was like it's okay like um just get there safe but then I don't understand why Amber couldn't go and fucking get the fucking inhaler you know like just run upstairs and get the thing because she ends up fucking canceling the party and nobody listens and then Richie's like okay get the fuck out of here before I call the cops which I still don't understand like the why stop the party just go get the inhaler that's not a big deal and then um as everybody's getting kicked out Richie um sees Mindy and tells her like oh where's the beer and Mindy's like what's in the basement and they're watching the, the movie um and he's like well do you want to come with me and she was like no and then he goes downstairs and he says, I'll be right back. And we all know you can't say that in a scary movie. So she's like, well, that fool's going to die. And then um, since Sydney put a tracker in Sam's car, she ends up seeing where they're at. And they're actually at the original killer's house, which is Stu Marker's house. And she didn't realize that. And she is like, freaked the fuck out. She was like, what the fuck? And then... Um, they end up like Cindy ends up like rushing and all this shit and then we see that the, it goes back to one of the, the, the girl twin uh, Mindy watching the movie like drunk apparently but this girl can't even act drunk and then she's like the killer pops up just like Randy and like she's saying like look behind you look behind you and obviously like she's not like he didn't look behind her but she like for some reason ends up looking behind her and sees the fucking killer in the fucking bag like what the fuck like she ends up, like she's like oh shit and she ends up getting like uh, stabbed the fuck up and like cut the fuck up and um sam goes and helps her and she ends up beating like getting rid of the, the killer but she realizes like what the fuck the killer didn't try to attack her the killer just fucking dipped and um she ends up going helping mindy and then random ass amber like wherever the fuck she has been like where the f- bitch go get the inhaler like you fucking popping out of nowhere and like she's yelling at her saying like what the fuck did you do to mindy like you fucking bitch did you fucking kill her and shit and then randy fucking goes um from the basement and she's like what the fuck is happening sam is like where have you been like all sus and shit he's like i went to go get the beer and then we finally see Olivia the the what the twins um girlfriend and he was like bitch like what the fuck like there's somebody that who killed you know my boyfriend and she was like oh yeah like Amber's like why there's fucking blood in my hand like I went to go and try to help him and like she was like really like we just got a bitch attack here and you just happened to go find your dead boyfriend and like that's how you got blood on his hand and then she was like and then Amber's like bitch you're the fucking killer we all knew the fucking killer and 
fucking Amber ends up fucking busting out a fucking gun and shoot the girlfriend in the fucking head. And she turns out to be the fucking killer. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it because that fucking bitch is fucking weird as fuck. She was weird from the fucking beginning, you guys. Like, she was fucking weird as fuck from the fucking beginning. She fucking was being a little hater to fucking Sam. She was a little too close to the fucking sister, to Tara. And now you fucking ended up shooting one of your closest friends in the fucking close range fucking head, forehead, bitch. Like, and you fucking end up fucking like, no, no, no. I fucking knew it, you fucking weird ass bitch. You were a little just too careful with that bitch. She ended up shooting that one. Um, and then that's how they get separated. Like Richie ends up fucking taking Sam. Sam gets a knife. Um, and then we don't know what happened to Tara because Tara stood, like was fighting off the one that was shooting the gun. And Richie and Sarah go down the Tara uh, Richie and Sam go downstairs in the basement. And it's the como se llama. Oh yeah, so Richie and Sam go downstairs in the basement and she's like, Oh my god, my sister, my sister's fucking gone. But you just realize that shit now, your fucking handicapped sister is fucking nowhere to be found. And then Richie's all like, No, we can't go on there, bitch. Like, like, what if she's been helping Amber this whole time? What if she's a killer? And he she was like, Can you, we can't trust her? And he was like, Bitch, I don't I trust her longer than I've trusted you. I just been meeting you, motherfucker. I don't really know you and shit. So she ends up going and leaving Richie down in the basement because he fucking suggested that. And if anybody fucking suggested that shit about me and my little sister Jocelyn, I would have fucking killed that motherfucker right there. And then even if he wasn't the killer, like, fuck that fool. Because I was like, how are you going to tell me not to go fucking help the love of my life, my little sister? Huh? This bitch just cut, cut the fuck up because of me. And you're going to tell me that not to go fucking help her? Fuck you. She ends up leaving, going to help the sister. And then Sydney and Gail pull up and they hear yelling and they're like, oh, yeah, well, it sounds about right. But Sydney, Sydney's smart now. That bitch came strapped the fuck up. She's like, here, girl, this is your strap. I got my strap. We're going in there. We're going to end this shit because these motherfuckers are not coming, right? And then we see Amber getting the fuck out of the front door. And, like, they're like, don't believe her. And she's like, oh, my God, I've been stabbed the fuck up. I've been stabbed the fuck up. And she's like, oh, well, it was worth a try. And she ends up fucking shooting Gail in the fucking stomach, like, in the same spot that the fucking, she got shot when she first was there in that fucking house. And I started laughing because I wonder what the doctors think about, like, Gail going in there. Like, oh, yeah, well, I got shot again in the same spot again again bitch that's like the third time like why the fuck do you keep getting shot there is there something that you like about that shit or what like imagine the doctors and then sydney ends up like looking at the house she hasn't been there since the first time she's like got attacked she leaves gail out in the front because she got shut the fuck up shot the fuck up and then she goes in there she starts like searching everywhere like everywhere she can't find anybody um in the house she is like looking at it she's she's like going upstairs um she's like staking it like a cop so because i'm assuming does she got a cop husband so she knows how to fucking stick a fucking like um a murder scene (laughs) because she's in there like i don't know why she will go in there but she in there she starts looking at every closet you know like you know because her first boyfriend was in one of the closets um and yeah so she starts going um upstairs to search and then it goes to sam and sam starts searching too but sam has a knife and she finally um finds her sister wrapped like tied up and like masked up like with tape in one of the closets and she starts to like cut her shit like not all the way through but she starts cutting it and like she starts realizing like oh my god what if she is the killer you know because that'd be facts like what the fuck she's the one that made us come over here but she but we don't see if she does let her go out or not like I, I, I we didn't see it you know until the end which we all know she does because obviously 
Um, so then Sydney gets a call while she's upstairs and like, she's just basically like, bro, I'm tired of this game. Like I'm old as fuck. Like I can't be going through this shit. And like, she started shooting through every fucking door and, um, the killer's just like, girl, you're going to die tonight again, like all the time. And then she, she hears somebody in the closet and it's fucking Richie. And she ends up shooting Richie in the fucking leg and, and, like, Richie's like, well, bitch, I couldn't come out because you're fucking shooting out there and shit. And then the killer comes from the second class and starts attacking Sydney, like, gets rid of the gun. They both fall to the ground because they go over the railing from the second floor. And they're both, like, struggling. And Richie is, like, lagging it to come down the stairs to help Sydney up. The killer still is not able to move. Sydney's trying to, like, get the fuck up, but she can't. And Because, obviously, she fucking just fell two floors. They're both trying to go and reach for the gun. But then we see Sam um, finally makes the scene and Sam gets the fucking gun before the killer does. And she points it at the killer. And then Sydney's like, shoot that motherfucker, shoot that motherfucker. And then Richie finally does decide to go downstairs. And this motherfucker stabs the shit out of Sam on the side. And basically is like, oh my God, it was me, bitch. And Sam's all looking at her like, what the fuck? And then Sydney's trying to, like, go attack the killer, but he's like, get down, bitch. And they take him to the fucking kitchen, right? And then, so it's revealed that, so they um, finally revealed who the killers were. You guys obviously knew, because I knew it was Amber and Richie all along, the boyfriend and the BFF um, of the sister, Tara. And these motherfuckers are fucking crazy. Literally, they said that they met on a they met on a fucking Reddit chat, and then they started talking about their obsession over the stab slash screen movies and how they have an idea about making them better, which obviously included like them killing a lot of people for it. And as they're going through their internal monologue about oh, the reason why they started doing all of this and killing because apparently everybody can die in the recall now, even the originals, and they're tired of Sydney being a fucking survivor and shit, and they're going to fucking make Sam because her relation with Billy Loomis, the killer of this whole thing, and they're trying to frame, they're going to kill everybody like Gail, Sydney, and all of them, Tara, Sam, and they're going to be the only survivors that they're going to like basically make a better movie than Hollywood could ever do but in real life so then Sydney is like tired of that shit and she ends up like going for a knife which then Richie ends up fucking stabbing the shit out of her and both her and Gail are now stabbed and shot at the same time and Sam's trying to help her but Richie's like stay the fuck back and like sends to go get Amber sends Amber to go get Tara and and while she's doing that Richie's like you know like I've had you fool like do we had it like right the first time like always look at the love interest which the love interest is Richie and Richie's basically saying like yeah bitch like look at me you fucking dumb bitch you fell for me it was so easy to have you fall for me and shit like you even believe like thinking your sister was a killer and while Amber's waiting to go get her like she's like oh that bitch is not here and like we have a problem and Richie's like she like Richie looks at Sam and Sam's like yeah I let her go because like she's my sister at the end of the day motherfucker like did you really think that I wasn't gonna like let her go and live her best life and like now they're like panicking like Sam and not Sam but like Amber and Rich and Richie because it's like where the fuck is the sister at like where is the fucking sister at and the sister's calling Richie and pretending to be like the serial killer and 
So the serial, like, they call and, like, she's, like, Sam is, like, well, that calls for you. And it's basically the sister. Amber's trying to find the sister, Tara. And, like, she goes to the living room. Tara ends up, like, whacking that bitch with the fucking crutches and, like, knocks her out. And then Sam tries to go attack, um, try to, like, get the fuck out of there and attacks Richie. Somehow ends up getting away and, like, get, it's able to, like, um, get, have him get rid of the gun. And she runs away. And then it goes to another scene where Tara's fighting the BFF Amber and like basically knocks her the fuck out and then she goes back to the kitchen sydney ends up jumping the sis the fucking amber chick and amber tries to stab her and then gail gets the fuck up they fucking break a fucking hand sanitizer on the bitch on amber's face and to me it's like okay how the fuck is a hand sanitizer bottle glass like are you fucking serious like aren't they plastic bottles but whatever so then, like, they end up jumping her, and <laughs> Gail and Sydney end up jumping this fucking 17-year-old girl, and she ends up, like, saying, like, oh, my God, I was peer pressure, like, the movie, like, I was pressured into this, and, like, I, like, I thought it was gonna be fucking, like, funny, lol, like, ha, 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 like, she was like, you fucking killed my best friend, Gail, I was like, you fucking killed my best friend, bitch, which is Dewey, like, you really think this shit's a fucking game, and she was like, oh, that shit was, like, the best thing ever that I fucking killed that motherfucker, so then they end up jumping her worse now. But this bitch got, like, super, super strength or something like that. Like, she'd be on that fucking adrenaline type of shit. Because she'd be, like, a crackhead out here. She'd been getting jumped and shit. And she's still fucking up bitches. And she somehow ends up, like, like being able to choke the fuck out of Gail and shit. And, like, she's like, oh, my God, I get to kill Dewey. And I'll get to kill you. Like, this is, like, amazing. And she ends up fucking, like, looking at Sydney. And Sydney's, like, getting up. And Gail's struggling. And, like, bitch is like, stop struggling. Like, and she's just like... You want the fucking glory, bitch? Well, over here, here it is. And then um, Sydney ends up fucking like um, giving her, giving Gail the gun, and Gail kicks fucking the homegirl over the oven. Somehow she turns it on, and the Amber is still trying to beg for her life after all this shit, and they fucking don't believe her anymore. And she ends up getting shot and fucking burned to death because the stove is on. And she's like burning herself, and they're just watching this bitch get burned up, anyways, at the end of the day. And they're looking at her. And now Sam is over there fucking fighting for her life because Richie's fucking looking for her, like, following this blood trail that leads to a fucking closet. And he tries to open the fucking closet door. And what is behind the fucking closet door is nothing because Sam comes out from the other closet door and starts, like, choking the fuck out of him. And he's, like, riding him like a fucking spider monkey. Like, seriously, like, she ends up, like, riding him like a piggyback ride. He ends up, like, fucking getting her off the shoulder she tries to go downstairs. He's like fucking chasing her because he has a gun behind her fucking back. And they end up falling down the fucking stairs. She, like they end up fucking falling down the stairs. Like how the fuck, how many times can you fucking fall? Like seriously, like ugh, I am so tired of these like unbelievable. Like I cannot believe they fucking fell or nothing like that. And, like, Richie's able to get up after they fell. And she ends up, like, this is a perfect time, right? Like, her brain is like, this is a perfect time for you to fucking start seeing your dad. You're fucking hallucinate that fucking dude right now. Like, honestly, hallucinate that fool right now. And she ends up, like, like that fool's just telling her, like, accept who you are. Be who you are. You got to fucking be chill. Like, you got to be okay with who you are. And she gets something. And Richie finally turns and starts, like, doing another monologue and, like, putting the fucking um 
gun to her fucking face and she started stabbing the shit out of him because she was able to get a knife. She started stabbing the shit out of him, like going ham. Like she's just like, no, this is what you're supposed to do in a scam. That's my dog. She's very excited about me doing my podcast again. Um, This is what you're supposed to do after you fucking get a weapon and fucking have the killer who's been terrorizing you this whole fucking time. You fucking stab the shit out of him until you fucking stop seeing his body fucking move. And this is what she's fucking doing exactly like this. She is stabbing Stabbing the shit out of him, stab, stab, like she's just going ham as fuck. And he was like, "This was supposed to be my big break and my big scene and blah blah blah." And she's like, "Oh, you want a big scene then, motherfucker? I got you." She slits his fucking throat, slits his fucking throat, wipes the fucking blood, watches him die, not giving a fuck because this is a motherfucker that's fucking killed and stabbed her, not killed and stabbed, but stabbed and fucked up the fucking little sister, put her through hell, basically used the shit out of her. Causing all this shit for some fan fiction bullshit? Are you fucking kidding me? And this guy's not even hot. Like, the dick must be good because he's not even hot as fuck. Like, no, not, no, no, no. You got me fucked up. They could have picked a hotter person, but that's, that's whatever. And then after she's done stabbing them, like Sydney and Courtney, like pop out of nowhere from the kitchen. It's like, well, you always got to make sure that he's super, super dead. And she just starts fucking stabbing, like shooting the shit out of them, like no remorse. And she's like, okay, that's one way to make sure. And then right from behind them, you see Amber fucking walking up from her fucking burn to death scene. And she's Sam starts like Sam was about to shoot. But then you see like on the side, the little sister made it alive she's not dead she actually survived shoots amber and she's like i've always liked the babadook better and it's like bitch nobody gives a fuck about the babadook like what the fuck but they're all like survived so basically sydney gail survived um both of them got shut up and like stabbed the fuck up sam survived the twins survived even the brother survived like you see him like um, in the hospital, like they're all happy that they fucking survived. Um, but I, I don't understand how the fuck Sam, Gail, and fucking Sydney are not taking getting taken away in the hospital, just like the uh, the rest of the victims, because Sydney got stabbed the fuck up, like deep cut stabbed through the side and twisted the fuck up. So did Sam, and fucking Gail got shot the fuck up, and Gail and fucking Sydney are just chilling in the fucking little like bench of the ambulance like if they didn't go through trauma right now just talking and like talking about the weather sam is like goes up to them and it's like am i gonna be okay after this and cindy's like eventually like eventually what bitch after another four fucking movies like how many more times can we keep the ghost face killer? It's like the halloween movies like come on you guys this is like let a franchise just stay where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we need to continue it? Why do we need to, like, move move forward with this? Like, okay, I get it. You're trying to make a timeless killer. Cool. The movies are great. Why not, like, redo the original movies, you know? Like, not redo them with the new cast, but just, like, reanimate them. Like, make them better for this generation because they're still good. Like, I'm not saying that all of these movies are bad or like the new dream or like the screen movie. Okay. Like the screen movie wasn't bad. It was funny. It was a good movie to watch. You know, if you, if you, if you haven't watched it in the movie theaters, like go watch it. Like it's, I was, I would spend my money in the movie theaters for this movie. 
even all this ridiculous stuff that just happened in the movie that I explained, like I would go watch it because honestly, I've gone and watched The Matrix. I didn't like that. I went to go watch, what was the other movie? The Princess Diana movie with Kristen Stewart. I sure as hell fell asleep through that. So I just wasted my money watching that movie. This one like kept me up. This one had like little funny moments, little LOL moments. And the killing, you know, it's good. So I'm just saying like it was worth it. I think you should guys give it a watch after. I basically told you everything that happened. Because honestly it was good it was I, I liked it I didn't I, I suggest you guys just go check it out get really high <laughs> hot box a car if you haven't done it in a while it's pretty fun um make sure you take a water bottle though um watch this movie get some good snacks at the movie stands and just enjoy your night it's like a goofy funny movie it's better than what Netflix has been putting out lately so um, I would suggest to go and do it. Until next time, this is High Review with Mari. Again, I want to give a shout out to Jasmine because without you, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. So thank you for your support. Um, support your local, local street vendors for marijuana, the original OG sellers, um, your trap shops, your regular shops. Um, let me know where you guys are smoking on because I'm always interested in new things to try. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this has been High Review with Mari. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. <laughs>